Imagine the worst nightmare in musical form. It would be into the thick of it on loop. Whoever the fuck wrote that song needs, like, I'm trying to think, it needs putting in a fucking brass ball seriously. <laughs> fuck that person. Awful. The backyardigans. I don't fucking know. I don't, whatever. Just stick a ball in there at once. No, no, no. Literally, go fuck yourself. How dare you? (laughs) I've never heard of that. Awful. Now it's going to get stuck in my head. Thanks, Dean. People of the internet, how do? I'm the King Guy. This is the King Show. And warning, this podcast contains music that should not be listened to by any sane human being. You have been warned. Hello, welcome to this week's special spooky extravaganza. We called it at midnight and in complete darkness, just the light of the candles. Yeah, it's not really, it's midday. It's sky candle. (laughs) (laughs) It's recorded with the darkest soul I know, though. It's Abby Stabby. I'll do. So what have you been up to? (laughs) Just living in abject misery. Uh, And, uh, you know, making friends with my wrist lump. I've, I've decided to name him Frank. <laughs> He's an Frank. asshole. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 been a time. It's been a time, but I'm back. I'm back. How how have you been? I've been good. Good, you know, stomach virus. Oof. Croaky voice. Not sleeping mm-hmm. much. Fun stuff. Ideal for podcasting. Absolutely. It's the only way to do it. So, doing any special Halloweeny stuff? Uh, yeah. Tonight, I'm actually off to watch the uh, 30th anniversary rescreening of. My favorite movie on the fucking planet, Bram Stoker's Dracula. So yes, I get to see the Monica Bellucci titties in 4K on a big screen, and it's going to be fucking magical. It's going to be outstanding. I did have the question: favorite horror movie and slash monster? Um, is it Dracula? See horror horror movie. Uh, ooh, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously it'd be Dracula, but I mean, if it wasn't Dracula, it'd probably be Candyman. But monster, um, that is actually a really tough one. Uh, Pinhead. I've never, I've, I've never seen Hellraiser like any of them ever. Well, it's been a great show. We'll um, see you next time. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> it's a brilliant film. Get it watched. Oh, we'll do. Even even the fifteen terrible sequels. Yeah, I mean, the first two are good. The rest are a mixed bag of mildly entertaining, but mm. not really a Hellraiser movie. And yeah. shit. Yeah, Especially I mean, I'm Pound liking... Especially one. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, uh, I've, I have watched, like, a review where a guy goes through, like, the best to worst movies, like, in sort of subjective order, and that's a... Uh, yeah, you can tell the uh, budget definitely nose dives yeah there was a couple of the later ones where it's like oh this is a, it's a pretty good script but it's not going to sell let's put pinhead in it and then he suddenly randomly pops up occasionally in like a virtual reality one or sort of um oh MMO god one. yeah Ugh. yeah it's like a world of warcraft type thing and mm. pinhead turns up in it it's like well that's interesting it just makes me think of that uh i can't remember which episode of um red letter media it is but they're talking about George Romero movies and they're talking about how his later stuff just got like you know he's like desperately trying to be modern and he's just like can a zombie be a chat room <laughs> like, like fucking, oh, this god. internet mm. <laughs> oh god I love it I fucking love those guys they're hilarious so do a quick recap on your story so far as oh, you've god. been on several episodes mm-hmm you escaped from a dying planet and had a lot of downtime. Eventually, you were forced into finding something else to do aside from Netflix and chill when your internet went down. Yep. You face off against bitter enemies and overcome all comers, but unfortunately lost the clone wife who you had with Monica Bellucci to some twat. After a space battle where you tried to win her back by lobbing Stonehenge-sized rocks at an enemy craft, he vanished into a wormhole, which then collapsed entirely. Their location currently is unknown, and the ship is essentially in the same state as a cat in the Schrodinger's household. Mm-hmm. Also during this battle, as you went from travelling at ludicrous speed to an absolute stop, one of your crew members forgot to buckle up and was catapulted face first into the front of the ship so violently that they were eviscerated to the point of a sub to the point of subatomic level, losing <laughs> even the stain when they hit the wall. Fortunately, the remaining clones of Danzig. Wait, which Nancy one was Wilson, that? 
Oh, forget. <laughs> Go on. You've got Danzig, Nancy Wilson, Peter Steele, Kat Dennings, Freddie Mercury, and Norman the Cat. Still wicked though. Yay. And they're here to cheer up by playing Hide the Sausage. <laughs> okay. It's all over the place for that one. I could just imagine the fucking noise as whoever it was. <laughs> Go splat against the windshield. Just <laughs> great stuff. Karma. Anyway. <laughs> So you've lost a Monica Bellucci clone ingredients. Um, who would you be happy to go second choice with? You know, who would you be happy to go with? But you know, you'd still be thinking of Monica. See, I had someone in my head, but it's completely like opposite to Monica. Um, <laughs> if, if I may, if I may, uh, I'm on a bit of a I'm on, I'm on a bit of a Big Daddy Jeff kick at the moment, so it's got to be Jeff Goldblum. I need that energy. I need that energy in my life. <laughs> well, we could possibly make a Big Daddy Jeff for you. Yes. Um, let's see. If we've got the ingredients here. Oh, no, we don't have time to produce that clone. Oh, shit it. Uh, you've been suddenly transported to a secret location. But you don't know where, however, as, as soon as you land, you're knocked out unconscious by some happy gas. Ooh, goody. Free drugs. Find out what's happening after this break. Okay, uh, plugs and ting. Oh, do. It's, it's your boy, Abby Stabby. Uh, desperately floating through the void of life with no direction. What's going on? What's good? Uh, come join me on Twitch, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, uh, usually about 1.30pm UK time, where I draw stuff that makes my art tutors regret ever giving me a degree. Such as, what's the worst one? Um, probably William Shatner's face on Scooby-Doo, but he also has three tits. Um, that's, that's the thing that happened. It exists nice. now. Um, it has been used as an enemy in several D&D campaigns, apparently. <laughs> um, also nice. Also, Norman's there, and come uh, watch my streams because maybe he'll turn up and you know just do a slow blink at the camera and go like that and get 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 those delicious sim books. So yes, tune in. Um, also, Abby Stabby Art on Facebook, Instagram, uh, fucking Patreon. Please, please give me money. Me sick. Need go get dick. <laughs> uh, thank you. Needs dick. Oh my god. <laughs> Get that dick! Just a little editing note here. For copyright and clarity reasons, the music has been dulled back a little bit. And just to let you know that during the recording, the music was actually loud enough to put both of us off our stride. That's, uh, that's why there's so many mistakes during it. Editing is our friend today definitely yours because you don't want to hear these songs loud what's happening is is the knobfellas a race dedicated and a little bit obsessed with entertainment have kidnapped you and your crew to star in a reality tv halloween special <laughs> the object of which is based around one of the key parts of horror movies music yes okay. we have films with great monsters great gore kills and murders there's Excellent. some jump scares in there maybe even a decent story now and again but music remains key in those films. It helps Excellent. convey emotions from feelings from like building suspense to punctuating a kill. Mm -hmm. You're now being transported to the a house of horror, the horror of music that people would hate to have stuck in a loop on the head for the rest of oh, their life. Oh, don't! Gone! Don't! Your task in this house is to find a book of pure evil, which holds a spell that will unlock the house and allow you to return to the ship. Along the way, are a few treats to go along with this uh, trick. Fucking better be. So you have to look around in all the cupboards and the drawers. Right. The rules, each room, each cupboard, each drawer, houses a chin that has been nominated by a member of the Knobfuller public via Twitter. It will continue to play until you get the question about it correct. I hate this. This isn't <laughs> fair. What did I... I've had the worst month of my life, Dean. This isn't fair. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> If you don't, one of your team will suffer a brain injury. Two injuries is all it takes for the head to explode. Oh, for God's sake. So two lives for each team member. Uh, you can nominate one team member to stay behind out of your crew. So if you Obviously. want to save Norman. Obviously. Otherwise, what would there to be, be to live for? <laughs> Pay for this one. I'm so unprepared today. <laughs> Dennings and... Oh, yeah, Jeff. Dennings is there. <laughs> Woohoo! Nancy, Danzig, Pete... Cat Dennings and Freddie Mercury. 
You wake up in a dirty, dark, dank basement using Cat Dennings as a pillow, and Peter Steele as a blanket. Oh, the dream. Which bit? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Freddie and Nancy are just sort of sitting around talking to each other, talking about what their predicament is this at the moment, and a bonding next to you. In front of you, where uh, is a wall? To the left of you, you have two doors. To the right of you, you have one. So you have door two, three, or four? Three. Oh, but wait, you need a bit of music to go get out of no! this room. No! I'm going to mute my headphones. <clears throat> so the first bit of music. Oh, nominated by Hallmark of Greatness, Joe. Oh, I'm going to fucking have a word with him. You're not too bad. Not too worried about this one. I, I can. I mean, it's a bit loud. That's the problem. If you get it wrong, it goes louder. Oh fuck's sake! It's hard right, to answer these questions. Which of these is not referenced in this song? Harrison Ford, Bruce Willis, Akira Kurosawa, or Sailor Moon? Fucking. It was the first one. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, I fucking know. I've never really listened to this song. Sadly, Harrison Ford is mentioned in the song. Oh, okay. So it's going to keep playing. One of your team is going to take a brain injury. Who's it going to be? Uh, uh no, Nancy. She hasn't earned. She hasn't earned her fucking stripes yet. <laughs> going to keep playing. Nancy Wilson. There you go. Nancy Wilson has a brain injury. Right. Bruce Willis was not mentioned in the song. Sinful. So which room did you want to go to again? Three. Number three. Number three, nominated by um me. Oh don't. <laughs> God Sweet child of mine with guns and roses. What a wanker. Anyway. Perfectly fine song when she get into it. It was just this intro. The years of listening to people try and play on guitar badly. Just controversial. Intro, yes. Why would you really say deep. something so controversial yet so brave? <laughs> <laughs> so the song is off the app film. Uh, the song is of the album After After Destruction, a debut hit which has sold more than 30 million copies worldwide as of this recording. I'm having trouble getting through this. I can't hear. I can't hear you over that fucking screeching dickhead. Carry on. <laughs> Doing this with this playing in the background. Mm. The original plan for their first release was an EP which featured the songs Think About You, Anything Goes, and Don't Cry. The fourth song was to be a cover version, but what were they going to cover on the album or the EP? Was it Knocking on the Heaven's Door, Live and Let Die, Heartbreak Hotel, Peggy Sue? Knocking on Heaven's Door, I don't fucking know. I don't care about GNR. I really don't. <laughs> I could give less of a fuck. <laughs> it was Heartbreak Hotel. Oh, well... Bonus of that is you have got a machete because you went into that room. Hooray! You take two options off the next question or any other right. question you want. But the bad news is someone else had a brain injury. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, uh, right, who have I got with me? That's awesome, Danzig, Peter Steele, Cat Dennings, or Freddie Mercury. Come on, Danzig, take one for the team. Okay, so you got your machete, head back into the basement area. Put that to rest for a bit because Jesus Christ, that's putting yes. my head in. Thank you. Your room two or four? Two. Okay, two. Go through this door. You find some stairs leading to the next level. Mm. But you also have a song to play. Great. From the Beer in Front broadcast. What the fuck is this? <laughs> This is Happy Friday with Taste a Biscuit. Oh, you mean American biscuits, which aren't biscuits? Well, yeah, we're going to be using a British term for biscuits because, you know, Yanks are a bit confused about you know, mm, a biscuit. Yes. Fruit. Any mm, Yanks, Yanks listening? being confused. Yes. Replace the word biscuits with uh, cookies. You're backwards idiots. <laughs> Cookie is not a biscuit. It's its own thing. What is the UK's favourite biscuit? Is it a jammy dodger? A Jaffa cake? Custard cream or a chocolate digestive? Ooh. Oh. I'm 
Oh, I'm torn between custard cream and uh, a chocolate digestive. It's just like, which which is... I think I'm going to go with the most grandma's house possible option because I think they're the main sort of buying demographic and I'm going to say custard cream. Okay, custard cream. It's not that, is it? That is incorrect. It's chocolate digestive. Oh, shit it! <laughs> kill me! I'm done okay. with it! Chocolate digestive, 69% of the vote. 69, nice. So nice. you can go up the stairs or you can investigate the other room. Fuck it, let's go up the stairs. Okay, you go upstairs. From the PodOps Media podcast, they nominated this song. Oh, God. See, that last one wasn't that bad. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, get on with it. In 2011, the year this abomination was released. I remember it well. MTV created the OMAs, an award ceremony to honor the intersection. I literally cannot technology. hear you over this bitch. Can, you, can we, can we? <laughs> Thank you. MTV created the OMAs, an award ceremony to honor the intersection between music and technology. Oh God. With a list of unique awards, include most intense social media spat, most fucked up live performance gone viral, and hottest music nilf. That's nerd I'd like to fuck. And there's one award I'm sure Kirk Cobain would have loved to have collected in person, which was oh. Best Vintage Viral Video, which was won by Smells Like Teen Spirit. Okay, I'm sure he would have been thrilled. Yeah. Sorry. Rebecca was nominated for two awards, the Choice Web Star and What Else? Was she nominated for Best Web-Born Artist, Favourite Animated GIF, WTF I Love This Award, or Best Artist with a Camera Phone? the first one i don't know i don't care anymore i've just i've, I've accepted fate that i'm losing this game terribly best webborn artist incorrect it was favorite animated gif of course it was <laughs> but rightfully someone has got a brain injury from listening to this song i want to put nancy out of a misery because she shouldn't have to suffer this as a musician sorry nancy <laughs> Nancy Wilson has stumbled at the top of the stairs and fell back down, cracked her head open, and she is dead. Shit. Now you have three options here. You've got a stairwell, stub ahead, or you've got two rooms to your right or to your left. So choose number eight or nine. Or nine. Seven. From Colt Connections Pod. <laughs> <laughs> takes me back okay oh, you're in God. dining room at the moment all right this is grandma we love you by the st winifred school choir yep the christmas number one from 1980 Christ. the choir released nine albums overall but this was their only really? hit yeah the closest they came to a top spot again was when they reached number 16 in the uk charts with a cover of barry manlow's song called one voice where they sang back up for what soap star turned singer. You've got Jason Donovan, Marty McCutcheon, Anita Dobson, or Bill Tarney. Uh Bill No. Jason Donovan, I'm beyond I'm beyond caring anymore. I really am. <laughs> Just to get these hell spawns out my ears. <laughs> Cause I know like It was Jack Duckworth's Bill Tarney. Oh fuck off! <laughs> I'm leaving. Okay, so you can go back into the hallway where you were previously, or you can go through the door that's in your front of you, or the door that's to the right, uh, to the left of you. Oh, let's go left, whatever. Okay, you have made it to the kitchen, and this is a uh, from Ed X Level One. <laughs> okay. This is the J.G. Wentworth opera jingle. Okay. Advert for J.G. Wentworth, an American financial service company. Which I'm sure it's just another kind of way of, to hustle money out of poor people in debt. Yep. How's your opera knowledge? So-so. How's your soap opera knowledge? Depends. <laughs> what is the longest-running soap opera in the world? Is it Coronation Street? Days of Our Lives? 
the bold and the beautiful, or the archers. It's got to be... got to be Corrie, right? Going Coronation Street. Oh, it's not that, is it? I don't care anymore. No, it was the archers. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you did also pick up a vegetable knife there, which you can use once to get rid of one arm. Kill myself. Great. Cool. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah, the archers <laughs> was 1951. Coronation Street was 1960. Oh. Okay, so who's taking a hit for the team now? Um, Freddy. Okay, Freddie's taking a hit. You get to get a question correct on this. I think the music's putting you off. Yes. Right, you have a door to your right or a door behind you going back into the hallway. It's uh, got the right. You'd make it to the living room. And this is from the Fuck It I'm 40 podcast. Just makes me think of the fucking chop chop skit from um, uh, Auntie Donna. Have you ever seen that? It's fucking brilliant. Leave my chop chop academy. It's great. Uh, yeah, My favourite thing ever is to uh, Macarena to black metal songs at gigs. <laughs> and uh, there was there was this one time where my friends apparently did it at some like big serious black metal show and the band was just like, can you stop doing that? You're not taking it seriously. <laughs> so you're not too fussed about this one then? Nah. Hmm. Yeah, so Macarena, Lost Del Rio, the dance hit that still somehow has people performing the dance today on London streets when asked to do it by buskers. Which is a weird thing to see when you're going home at night. Nobody knows the words. They're not busking it. They're just playing it. They're just playing it through a speaker. <laughs> so what is the song all about, though? Okay. Making a guy cover his shoes on the dance floor by grinding up on him real good. <laughs> Having a fight with a girl over your boyfriend, but deciding to have sex with her instead. Getting double teamed by your boyfriend's two hot mates because he's a fucking loser. Or eating some really good cheese. I mean, I know it's about a cheated woman, but what are the, what are the, what's two and three again? Having a fight with a girl over your boyfriend, but deciding to have sex with her instead, or getting double teamed by your boyfriend's two hot mates, because he's a fucking loser. Just because my mind's in the gutter, I want to say double team, but I think it's the, uh, I think it's the second one. Having a fight with a girl over your boyfriend, but deciding to have sex with her instead? Incorrect. It's been double teamed by your boyfriend's two hot mates because he's a fucking loser. Yay! <laughs> so, who's taking a hit? Danzig, Peter Steele, Cat Dennings, or Freddy? Pete Go on, Cat Dennings. You can take. You can take the blow. You've got airbags. <laughs> so, God damn it! This is just not. F <laughs> I am really fucking this up today. Oh, this is diabolical. So, in that room, you've got two. Chest of drawers, or you can go back out to the hallway and up the stairs. Chest. Okay, which one are you going for? Left or right? Right. Okay, this is from Dan Belson from the Be There With Belson podcast. Long intro on this one. <laughs> God. The theme tune to the Buckle it. Bay classic Armageddon, the one where they train engineers to fly a spaceship rather than train astronauts how to drill. Can we can we just not with the fucking mega nonce, really? Like I cannot with Stephen Tyler. Like Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it's a classic though. Apparently, so far, <laughs> as it is featured in the celebrated Criterion Collection of movies. Yes, Armageddon is a Criterion Collection movie. Oh, okay. Described by them as, uh, despite what you may have heard, Armageddon is a work of art by cutting-edge artist who is a master of movement, light, colour and shape. Okay. And also a chaos, razzle-dazzle and explosion. What mm -hmm. other work by this cutting-edge artist, Michael Bay, are also featured in the Criterion Collection? Christ. So is it Pearl Harbor, The Rock, Bad Boys, or the music video for Vanilla Ice's hit single, I Love You? Pearl Harbor. <laughs> That's incorrect. It is The Rock. Okay. Pete's still taking one? Who just took one? Is Pete still taking one because he's the only one who's not going to die if he gets another hit? Yeah, fuck it. Do that. Why not? And in that chest of drawers, you found a herb, which can heal someone. 
if you'd like to use it on anybody right now. Please tell. Gotta have that boy fresh. <laughs> He's been through enough. You got another chest of drawers there, or you can go back out to the hallway to the stairs. Fuck it, let's be greedy. Go for the other chest of drawers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eiffel 65. Uh, or, uh, the Eiffel Tower. Okay. In Paris, uh, the Eiffel Tower was painted every seven years to keep it looking fresh. Original tower was painted a reddish brown color. Later, it was painted yellow before moving to a more natural brownie color that it is today. But it's not all one color. It's actually painted in a gradient as it gets higher. Did you know this? Nope. Okay. How many shades of brown are used in the painting of it? Sorry. 50! No. <laughs> okay. Go on. Three, four, six. Or no, don't lie, it's only one colour, you idiot. No, it's only one colour, you idiot. I'm going to just accept that I've lost this entire fucking game by now. It's free. Okay. <laughs> and in that chest of drawers, you found nothing. Okay. You want to head upstairs now? Yeah, go on then. Go jump out the window and end everything. <laughs> Is Pete still taking that hit again? Oh, may as well. And down. <laughs> hey, this is from the sleep pod. Okay. So, the question is Robbie Williams is a. <laughs> that is correct. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> the actual question is on the album Swing When You're Winning. Which former Saturday Night Live cast member did he perform the song Well Did You Ever with? Was it Bill Murray, John Lovitz, Chevy Chase, or Mike Myers? Oh, who's the weirdest possible option? Um, John Lovitz. Fuck it. My God, you got it right. Holy shit! <laughs> Whoa! You made it to the top of the stairs without falling down and cracking your head open. Brilliant. What an achievement. Hooray. <laughs> but now you're at the top of the stairs and you've got another song to contend with. From Super Familiar with the Wilsons, you have this song. Waiting for the recognition. Oh, I like this song. <laughs> That'd be too bad then. Meet Loaf, I'd do anything for love. He said this is also the worst thing he's ever seen video-wise. It's directed by Michael Bay. Ha! Huh. Yeah. Michael Bay, which Aerosmith video did he direct? Linking in with the other room now. Was it Falling in Love is Harder Than These? Living on the Edge? Ain't That Bitch? Or Kiss Your Past Goodbye? Oh, I don't fucking know. Don't listen to Aerosmith. I don't fucking know the. What was the third one? Ain't that bitch? Uh... I'll give you a clue because you're doing so badly. Um, ouch. <laughs> I'm going to do an eye shiver. Read them out again. <laughs> Morning is love is hard on the knees. Right. Living on the edge. Oh, it's about bitch. sucking dick. Yeah, let's go with the dick suck one. <laughs> Falling in love is hard on the knees. Correct. Yay! <laughs> you have three rooms in front of you. Mm-hmm. There's a box room, the master bedroom, and the bathroom. Which one do you want to investigate? Bedroom. Master bedroom? <laughs> yep. Perfect bedroom music, this one. Oh, no. From What the Fuck Do You Want podcast? Oh, I get it, because my, my personal life is Clown World. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. This is the Bubble Bubble theme. Okay. Absolute classic arcade game from 1986. With the most ear tune of all time. Hmm. Eventually released on every platform from ZX Spectrum to PlayStation. But who developed the game? Is it Konami, Nintendo, Sega, or Taito? 
Wait, Tato. Did you say Tato? Tato. Sir, that is a crisp bat. That is a crisp brand. <laughs> I will remind you, you have got a machete and a little vegetable knife to chop off some. You know what? Fuck you, I'm going to say Tato. You're going to say Tato? Because I know you're fucking with me. It's correct. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Tato Games created Tato. other legendary titles like Space Invaders and Arkanoid. It is now right. owned by Square Enix, who produced the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts games. Right. It's an actual brand. Wow. So in the master bedroom, you have three sets of drawers in front of you. When you go left, middle, or right. Middle. These are the 100 Things film Chester drawers. In the middle, you have this June. Okay. <laughs> this is the Terry and June sitcom theme tune. Launched the same year I was born. Sometime in the 1800s. 12 <laughs> Starring Terry Scott and June Whitfield as the titular characters Terry and June. They run for okay. 65 episodes, which is uh, very likely every one of them has exactly the same plot. <laughs> okay, never seen it. Yeah, Terry Scott starred in local carefree carry on movies, but obviously he went on to voice the beloved Penfold from the Danger Mouse cartoon. Ah. He was also a massive supporter of apartheid and a member of the National Front, so fuck him. How did he die? Not quick enough. <laughs> was he mates with fucking... Uh, oh, what's the fucking dickhead? Eric Clapton. Is he mates with Eric Clapton? Very likely. Very fucking likely. What a shit house. How did he die? I'm going to give you any clues on this one. Oh, wait. Was he the, was he the one in... Was it Carry On... One of the doctor ones. I think I know which one he is. He's in a few. He always looked ones. a bit grubby. Right, yeah, okay. How would you want him to die? How would I want him to die? Is this just like an open die. question or yeah. like, do I have answers? Oh, good God. Um... Say the word. Say the word, Bart. <laughs> what? Say the word, Bart. Say it. <laughs> um, fucking... Uh, fucking um, uh, the big C. Correct, cancer. <laughs> oh god, I shouldn't cheer for that. I really shouldn't. Oh god, I'll be it's fine. Racist yeah, so fucking hot as shit. And the middle draw gives you a one-up, so you can bring anyone back to life. Okay, bring Nancy back. Nancy is back in the game. Sorry about that, Nancy. Big oof. <laughs> so you've got two sets of drawers left, still, left mm. and right, or you can go back to the landing and choose one of the other rooms. Landing. Landing. So you have the box room and the bathroom left to investigate. Bathroom. Yep, the man in the suitcase theme tune, or TFI Friday. Okay. Okay. Which TFI Friday contest did they get in trouble for the ITC and the Gerald Mo Gerald Moore upstanding public? What's a TFI Friday? You never see the TFI Friday TV show? No. Three Sevens, Channel Four. No. I was like two, Dean. <laughs> I mean, they did do it last couple of years. They've rebooted it. Again, no. <laughs> <laughs> The TFI Friday, the TV show in the mid-90s, the late 90s. Right. And uh, Chris Evans hosted it, and he was a bit of a dick. It was his most dickishness. Right. And most Ed Lordy. Oh, so God. which contest did they get in trouble with the ITC for? Was it a contest to see who could do the most disgusting things with their body? Mm -hmm. A staring contest between two small children. Rochambeauing, where two people take turns in kicking each other in the testicles. Mm -hmm. or on-air shoplifting you can steal the most from a supermarket without being caught shoplifting it's not that is it it's a staring contest between two small children okay and the losing child burst into tears afterwards Oh. Uh, the next week he had them both on TV again and he gave the losing child a load of toys to make up for it oh, and then probably right. did the same thing with two other children <laughs> Win a speedboat. <laughs> so okay. that. that's, that's hilarious. Sorry, don't like kids. 
Nah, me neither. <laughs> but you got that wrong. Who's having a brain injury? Is it Nancy again? Yeah. Soz Nance. Just evening it out. Uh, you're in this room. You've got a cupboard in front of you. Or you can go back to the landing. Cupboard. I could, I could do without the Americanisms today. I really could. So these American folk songs, origins are unclear. It apparently predates the Civil War and was first mentioned in the book with a title I'm pretty sure I can't say because of the wording. Oh. This version was performed by the Rednecks. Where were these violin-playing, okay. bluegrass-loving hillbillies from? Texas, Sweden, Slovenia, or Iceland? Sweden. Wait, fuck for that. Correct. Holy shit. And you win some herbs. <laughs> so, suddenly, Cypress Hill starts playing in the background. <laughs> you move you back to land and you've got the box room to investigate still. Okay. Do you want to use the herbs on anybody? Uh, is everybody one-on-one? Yep. Aside from yourself. Pete. See the favourite here is. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to move you to the box room. Oh, God. Not again. What the yes, fuck? Yes, again. Okay. <laughs> it was nominated twice. I guess that's why they called it The Blues. It's a much better song about the blues written by Elton John. Okay. Oh, which equally famous music legend played the harmonica on that song, though? Was it Bruce Springsteen, Bob Dylan, Stevie Wonder, or Neil Young? Stevie Wonder. Correct. Oh, thank fuck for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the other place to investigate is the cupboard at the end of this box room. Been dreading this. Oh, God. I'm so sure that's the same. Turn it down a second. I'm sure that's the same girl on that fucking TikTok video where she's like, I thought your hair grew out the ends. I thought, I thought your hair grew out the ends, not from your head. Like that fucking, oh my Pretty God. sure it is, yeah. So this song went viral on TikTok, racking up 22 billion views. 22 billion views. This means they got paid for it. But how much does two, uh, 22 million views make you on TikTok? Is it $600? Okay. $6,000? $60,000 or about free fiddy. I really want it to be free fiddy, but it's not, is it? <laughs> no, 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 let me see another one. Uh, 6,000. It's going to be three fiddy, isn't it? $600. All that fame. 22 million views. Was it worth it? <laughs> Anyway, in that cupboard you find a hatch leading to the attic, which you go up because there's only place left to go. Yep. And we get to change the song. I'm going to get that one stuck in my head. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay, the Swamp Thing cartoon theme song. Right. DC superhero shortly animated run first appeared in the House of Secrets storybook in 1931 as a standalone horror story. Later transferred to the DC continuity and found huge fame in the late 80s when written by the cheery chappy Alan Moore. Oh god. Stompy has been in numerous TV movies and uh, TV and movie outing. Most laughable being the return of the Swamp Thing in 1989. Which acclaimed horror legend wrote the first film in the Swamp Thing franchise though. John Carpenter, Wes Craven, John Landis, or Toby Hooper? Well, I definitely wasn't John Carpenter. Um, did you say Wes Craven? Yep. Yeah, he's done some weird shit. Let's say Wes Craven. <laughs> it was Wes Craven, yes. Woohoo! So you got that right. You also got the last one wrong, so you have to choose who gets an injury to their brain for the previous one. Um... Pete Steele again? Is he on one or is he easy? All right. He, he was healed up. He's all right. Sorry, Pete. <laughs> Gotta keep it even. 
So you got that correct. In the middle of the room, there is a mystery box. It probably contains the Book of Pure Evil, which can open the door up because it's the only place left to go. Yep. You open the box and this oh, comes out. No, no, don't you dare. Oh, that's fine. I can deal with that. Norman is looking very offended right now. <laughs> so, Who Let Dogs Out? The song was released in the year 2000. It's the band's first and only hit in the UK. I Championed well. by celebrity nonce John Peel. Of all Ew. Yeah. It wasn't the original version, though. Who originally let the, out these dogs? Was it Fat Jack and his pack of pets? Daphne and Celeste, Ozzy Fudd and his mother fathers, or you two. Remind you, you have a machete and a vegetable knife, you can cut down the options. Uh, yeah, let's have a machete. Okay. It's not Ozzy Fudd and his mother fathers, or you two. Okay, so who else is it? Fat Jack and his pack of pets, or Daphne and Celeste. Daphne and Celeste? I feel like you're throwing me all these curveballs today and it's just going to not be the obvious one. Yay. <laughs> Incorrect. It was Fat Jack and his pack of pets. Of course it was. How stupid of me. Another name for uh, a band led by Nancy Jonathan King. Ew. So um, everyone's on one. Someone's having their head blown up. Uh, you know what? Nancy's giving me the stink eye. <laughs> gonna have to... Sorry, I can't be dealing with that energy today, love. You're out. Ah, Nancy. Head just explodes in the middle of the room. Sorry, Covers babes. everyone in brain juice. Right, so you escape the attic. Make all the way down to the bottom floor again. In that hallway, you unfortunately have another song to defeat. Mm. Are you there? Eh. I can deal. Yeah, what about this one? I didn't go out of my way to listen to it when it came out, so. So Gang Them Style by Sire. The first musical act to reach 1 billion views on YouTube. Mm -hmm. The one hit wonder is now worth Not, 6 million thanks to, while well, being successful in Korea and mm -hmm. expanding beyond novelty pop hits. Its song yep. was the most successful of any Korean act ever until BTS released Dynamite and blew it out of the water. Okay. BTS are great. Are they're they? amazing. Yeah. Not just because okay. of how the fans react to negative opinions about them, but they're brilliant. They're amazing. All of them. The fans are feral. <laughs> Come what at is, me. <laughs> what is BTS's net worth worldwide in 2022? Oh, I don't fucking know. BTS's net worth in 2022. Is it 150 million, 260 million, 500 million, or about 3.5 billion? Perfect timing on that one there. Last one. Is that collectively all together? Like to be all together. Yeah, I'm going to say the last one. About 3.5 billion? Mm-hmm. Correct. 3.5 billion. As I say, the fangirls are feral. Yep, that leaves you to recite the incantation of opening the door from the Book of Pure Evil and face off against the final boss. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Dean, don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, I remind you, you still got a vegetable knife to lose one answer of this last set of questions. Right. <laughs> and if you get this wrong, it's instant death for whoever. Actually, because you're all on one, you're going to get two instant deaths. Are you ready? No. Excuse me. Excuse me. I fucking love this song. So fuck you. <laughs> We get this wait, 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 I'm a relation to Frankenstein's creation. You're so ugly, you disgust me. Okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. So Barbie Girl, infamously hated by the Mattel parent company. The toy has been made into pretty much everything comedia related since its creation in 1959 and yep. worth more than BTS. Yeah, shockingly, yeah. 2006, there were apparently three Barbie dolls sold each second. Oh, which of these is not a sibling of Barbie? Which of these... It's not a sibling of Barbie. Not a sibling of Barbie. Right. Skipper, Stacy, 
Chelsea or Keith? I know it's not Skipper because I'm pretty sure Skipper was the puberty Barbie that came out that got real fucking weird back in the day. You know the one where you wind her arm around and it tits pop out? <laughs> that's a thing! Dave, that's a thing. Have you not seen it? Just just Google. Like, I think it's like 70s Barbie puberty doll. And literally, you wind its arms around its legs extend its tits pop out. I'm not even joking. So you're going with Skipper? No, it's not Skipper. <laughs> it's Keith. <laughs> if she has so many relatives called Keith, I'm gonna fucking punch you through the screen. <laughs> no, she has no relatives called Keith. Well done. You have survived the house of horrible songs. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna find it on YouTube because that doll fucking exists. <laughs> and it's all over. The knob full of say it's the most fun they've had since Ghost Watch. Find out what they reward you with after this break. going to take this commercial break to thank everybody for the contributions to the show this week you really made abby's life hell thank you to hallmark of greatness bare naked ladies big reputations podcast at big rep pod for the uh life is life one we didn't actually get around to using that'll be probably in the bonus features uh, dave zed from beer in front podcast at beer in front for the happy friday taste the biscuit song Toasters and Moose, I'm not sure what the name of the band is. Didn't care to find out. Pat Vale, Tom's Diner, Susan Vega, which we also didn't play. It's played in the bonus, and Abby hates it. Thank you for that. Podops Media for Rebecca Black's Friday. The Sleep Pod for Rude Box, Robbie Williams. Doodlebug for the JG Wentworth Opera Jingle, which was kind of fun. Wouldn't want to hear it that often, though. Cult Connections Pod. That's Connections Cult for Grandma We Love You, St. Winifred School Choir. I won't be adding you to this week's Follow Friday. Fuck It, I'm 40 podcast. That's uh, for the Macarena, Los Dorio. Turns out Abby likes that one. Blue by Eiffel65. We had this twice. Mark James, Julian Decades gave it to us once. And um, Monster666 on Instagram gave it to us as well. Tandy Miller. That's uh, Dan Belson from the Be There With Belson podcast for Aerosmith. Uh, don't want to miss a thing he said it's the worst song ever can't explain how much he hates it Abby has a hatred for Steven Tyler super familiar with the Wilsons for Meatloaf I'll do anything for love but he won't do that he's talking about being pegged the flaky foodie podcast for period uh, period R uh, Brit Barbie no really fuck you fuck you for that what the fuck do you want punk Bubble Bubble theme, always a classic. 100 Things Film for the Aquamarine theme from Stingray, which we also didn't get around to playing because he had quite a few. The theme tune to Terry in June. Nice to know Terry Scott was a complete cunt. And uh, Who Do You Think We're Kidding Mr. Hitler? The theme tune to Dad's Army, also didn't get around to. He also gave us the theme from The Man in the Suitcase and uh, TFI Friday's theme tune, which Abby didn't know about at all. Weird. Mono Ranch, he gave us uh, Cotton Eye Joe. She said, fucking Cotton Eye Joe. I forgot to credit you actually in the podcast. Sorry about that. Cartoon Dumpster Dive. Cartoon DD. The Swamp Fiend theme song. Yeah. Leo Allen Jr. gave us Who Let the Dogs Out and Gangnam Style. And Captain J Sporting, last week's guest, gave us Barbie Girl by Aqua, which turned out to be Abby's favourite song of all time. Aside from the Backyardigans, Into the Thick of It. Thank you all for your contributions and your service. Next week's show, no idea what's going on. Might do one, might not. Stay tuned. And we're back for the final part. As you were successful and only lost Nancy. Oh, well. Sadly, Nancy, giving you the stink eye. I'm not going to take that attitude. It's my house. They've decided to club together and reward you with the cloner of your choice in triplicate. I get three Jeff Goldblooms? Yes! Yes! One for every, um, anyway. <laughs> every girl's dream. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen his, have you seen?
in his series, like World According to Jeff Goldblum, it's the best thing ever. <laughs> Did you not see the video I uploaded on Instagram the other day of me being thirsty at him in Lycra? It's fucking perfect. <laughs> anyway. I also know, like to know what song you'd like to help erase the memory of all these atrocities from your head. Um, let's, let's go for it. Let's in, in honor of my Halloween costume, let's go for a bit of the old uh, Limp Biscuit, shall we? <laughs> now, which Limp Biscuit song? A very good question. Uh, I'm going to go Dad Vibes because that could be uh, that could be considered as a nasty earworm, but I know every single fucking word to it. So deal with it. And yes, I'm going as classic Fred Durst this time round. I've got the red cap and everything. I ordered the baggy pants, but they were in Chinese size, so they are not baggy. All that's left for this week is to say tollcoats.com for your effing show needs and desires. The social media links are on there. The show links are on there. Great and view the show wherever you get your pods. Doesn't matter where, it all counts towards the good vibes. The site is linked to my Patreon. There's plenty of freebies to get you uh, interested in it to look at and read. Line it up. <laughs> Throw a few shekels at me as well. There'll be a few bonuses to be had on there. As always, send your hate mail to fkinghello at gmail.com. Tell us how you enjoy this episode, and, and hopefully, you'll listen to it before it gets taken down for copyright strikes. Say goodbye, Abby. <laughs> Line it up. Go kill myself. <laughs> no! Stop it! You stop it right now. I am gonna I am muting my headphones. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Dean. It is the horror movie. Special. I wanna punch that child. Thank you.